This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Pair Issues podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for today, August 24th. First, Centene has agreed to pay $19 million to the state of Washington and $13 million to the federal government to settle allegations that overcharged the state Medicaid program for pharmacy benefit management services. The settlement is the second largest Medicaid fraud recovery in the state's history. The settlement comes after a joint investigation by the Attorney General's Office and Washington State Health Care Authority. The office began investigating the pharmacy benefit managers in 2019 after whistleblower provided information that they were allegedly failing to disclose the true costs of pharmacy benefits and services. Centene allegedly failed to pass on discounts it received to the state Medicaid program and inflated dispensing fees. Since the start of 2021, Centene settled with 10 other states over allegations that overbilled Medicaid programs for prescription drugs and services. Two, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden has launched a probe into potentially deceptive marketing tactics used by Medicare Advantage plans. Mr. Wyden sent letters to 15 state insurance commissioners and state health insurance assistance programs requesting data regarding the Medicare Advantage complaints and other information. Mr. Wyden wrote in the letter, quote, I have heard alarming reports that MA and Part D health plans and their contractors are engaging in aggressive sales practices that take advantage of vulnerable seniors and people with disabilities, end quote. CMS recently said it received more than twice the complaints from older adults regarding Medicare Advantage plans in 2021 than in 2020. Three, CalOptima Health has selected Zomega as its partner for population health management. The Orange County, California-based CalOptima chose Zomega because of its in-depth Medicaid experience and turnkey offerings, including the Health Cloud's Social Determinants of Health so- Social Care platform. CalOptima has around 9,646 members, primarily as part of the MediCal program. And four, Intermountain Healthcare saw its revenues increase in the first half of this year, and its merger with SDL Health fueled significant growth increase in net income, according to the health system's financial documents. The financial documents are the first Intermountain has filed since completing its merger with Broomfield, Colorado-based SCL Health in April. For the six months that ended in June 30th, the 33 hospital system reported revenues of $6.5 billion, up 25% from $5.2 billion in the same period a year earlier. The health system's expenses totaled $5.9 billion in the first half of the year, up 31% from $4.5 billion in the first half of 2021. Intermountain ended the first two quarters of the year with operating income of $288 million, down from $461 million in the same period last year. After incorporating non-operating income, including a $4.1 billion contribution from its merger with SEL Health, Intermountain ended the first six months of the year with net income of $2.7 billion. In the first two quarters of 2021, the health system's net income was $1.9 billion. Intermountain named Lydia Jumanville interim CEO on August 19th, about a week after announcing the departure of Dr. Mark Harrison, who previously served as CEO. Ms. Jumanville served as president and CEO of SEL Health before the system merged with Intermountain. If you would like the latest in payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every afternoon, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter through our website at www.beckerspayer.com.